You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Well, it is indeed. Good morning to you. Happy Monday, the 26th of April for 2021. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Never been better. Yeah, Monday has never looked better. And I tell you what, nothing is better than what we've got ahead of us today. Oh, a massive show. And our first guest for 2021. First guest on a Monday ever, I believe, for us. Is it? I think it is. You might be right there. I'm excited. I'm excited too. We've got plenty to come. You can join us anytime. 0404 736. It's Carl and Catherine here on 88.3 Southern FM. Let's get into our breakfast banger. Nine minutes past seven for your Monday morning here on 88.3. We are into our weekend wrap, wrapping up what's happened across the last 48 to, say, 72 hours. Good In man, case you've been man. living under a rock, it's Carl and Catherine here with you. We kick off with the concerning news over in WA with one of the hotel quarantine hotels being exposed as a site where they haven't, unfortunately, been able to maintain the virus. It's had a bit of an outbreak. It has. As a result of that, a Victorian, returning Victorian traveller who did do their hotel quarantine of 14 days plus over in Western Australia returned to Victoria with COVID-19. He got tested late on arrival from Melbourne, having been told that the hotel he was at had a a bit of a leak in relation to COVID-19. He has since tested positive at the wee hours of the morning following his return from Perth. And he was on QF778, I believe it was on the 21st of April. So if you were on that, one of 257 passengers that flew 105pm, yep, on the 21st of April, then it's advised you have a COVID test and a large percentage of them have, so good on you. Absolutely. And also sending love to our friends in WA who had another snap lockdown. Three-day lockdown, yeah. Yes. And the Premier will advise more in WA in the coming days. Yeah. Mm. But in more uplifting news, Bianco, it was Anzac Day yesterday, yeah. which is always an amazing day to stop and reflect on the amazing work that all of our servicemen and women have done. Definitely. Over the years and continue to do. Mm. I went to an Anzac Day service yesterday and there's nothing like it. It just makes you feel so grateful to live in this country. Yeah, yeah. Remember those fallen that came before us to give us the lives we have today. Absolutely. So it's a very important reminder just to be give thanks and also to continue to support our servicemen and women. Indeed. Concerning news out of Caulfield North in the last week or so, a woman passed away, unfortunately, under tragic circumstances where an ambulance wasn't able to get to her in time to assist with the complications she was going through. So thoughts to her family and those involved with that really confronting an unfortunate scenario there. Very, very sad news indeed. Absolutely. And in a bit more up and about news, guys, obviously today is Oscars Day. If anyone else is obsessed as I am, it's our Christmas. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the Academy adapt to this new COVID climate because obviously they were able to do it last year. Mm. This year, very, very different all over Zoom, I um, assume. Really? I thought they were still going to have like red carpets and that. Only little bits and pieces. No host again. That's really? the vibe of the Oscars. No host. They, they become did, the Logies. They did the Grammys okay. Yeah. A few months ago. I remember yeah. them happening. So, fingers crossed all goes well and it's still a good a show as it normally is. That's the weekend wrap for your Monday morning here on 88.3 Southern FM and the sounds of the Bayside. Plenty more still to come today for your Monday. It's 12 degrees outside right now. 18 with a possible shower on the way today and the same for tomorrow, except only 17 
Here on 88.3, it's Carl and Catherine for your Monday morning. I've changed my tune a little bit on something. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I know, here we go indeed. Now, I've been on the record saying I don't like neighbours. Is it not the show? You like you don't like my your own neighbours. Yes. I don't like my own neighbours. I knew this was gonna happen. And there are still neighbours that I don't like yep. on one half of the house. Yep. But the other side of the house have redeemed themselves. How so? Look, let's just say Dad and I were getting a bit physical in the backyard. What? When it relates to it was relating to a bit of work in the backyard. Okay. Anyway. We had the back fence open, so neighbours yeah. either side could probably hear and see what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it got to a stage where we were like, you know, even mum was helping out with this task. So there's three of us. Working bee? Yeah. Well, it wasn't really a working bee. It was just an activity yep. involving something at the home, in the backyard. Anyway, <laughs> Ned, the neighbour next door, his name's not Ned. I was going to say, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, it might be. I don't know. Flanders. I didn't ask his name, but Ned, the neighbour, he's been doing some weeding next door. Yep. And he said, hi, diddly ho, neighbourino. No, he didn't. But he said, hey, you guys are right. Do you need some help? Yeah. And then mum's like, yeah, yeah, help. Dad's like, no, no, we're fine, mate. It's all good. But it was nice. Nice yeah. gesture. And that's enough to win you over. Well, that was one of the neighbours. Oh, okay. And then another neighbour said, you guys are right. Do you need a hand? Two neighbours. Not one. But two. And can I ask, how many years on this very show have you complained about your neighbours several times? Probably five. I hate my neighbours. They'll never redeem themselves. Hey, do you need a hand? I love my neighbours. Well, we've got new neighbours. Okay. They're ever-changing. They're not the OGs. No. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. The OGs I actually enjoyed. Because next to me, on the right-hand side of where I sleep, anyway, it used to be an old house. An elderly lady lived in it. I think she passed and they had to sell the house. And I was really annoyed when she did pass away because she had a house very similar to ours, but it was smaller on a large block of land. Anyway, they demolished her house and for probably the last 20 years, so I was very young when I remember this young, no, older lady, what am I talking about? Young, older lady. And uh, then they demolished her house and built two houses next door. Okay. Which I've never been a fan of. A tale of two houses. Neighbours in the front house have changed quite frequently. Back house, pretty consistent. Anyway. Not a fan of them. The ones at the back of the house, they also left the OGs, but then they, the next neighbours that moved in demolished the original house, built three apartments, God. three houses on the block. Yeah. So we've got five houses surrounding us, basically. There's more movement in your street than there is on Ramsey Street. I know, right? So how can I make friends with my neighbours when I don't know who my neighbours are? Well, this sounds like a very positive step in the right um, direction, Bianco. Anyway, I've been doing a lot of changing lately in my life, in different elements of it. And I think maybe I'm beginning to turn the corner in relation to neighbours. I can't say for sure. All right. And it might have just been an isolated incident there where I felt... You know, very thankful to have neighbours that actually wanted to assist with whatever I was doing in the backyard with mm-hmm. Dad. But anyway, I'd love to know when you've changed your tune on something, because I don't do it very often. I want to know when you're going to change your tune back. That's the bigger um, issue here. Well, there are still neighbours that I don't like. It's okay. <laughs> All's well in the world. But there are some neighbours that I've got some more time for after that. And get good on them, because they had a really difficult task trying to win you over. I don't think any of them really knew who I were, who I was. Some of them did. You're probably in the um, street group chat being like, oh my gosh, guys, the one that bags us out on the radio 
because he's actually quite nice. I don't think they know I'm on radio. Surprise. I'll send them the best bits that they've featured on the show. <laughs> I'll leave a USB in yeah. there in their envelope to say, hey, you regular feature on this program. This is how I talk about you. So can you be a little more considerate? We hear a lot of stories, particularly on this show. We bring a lot of customer service related stories, well, not just from my perspective. You do, generally speaking. I don't have many customer service experiences. Well, I'm talking more on the, on the WWWs, you know, on the web. People bring interesting stories. We should make that a segment on, on the, the WWW. It does sound very formal. I like it, actually. Ooh. Anyway, go on. Producer Jack, note it down. Continue. Um, yeah, anyway. So, our restaurant has received feedback in a very interesting way over the weekend. Message in a bottle? Almost. Ooh, okay. Almost. So, a, a mysterious package arrived at the restaurant and they said, hmm... This isn't the regular stock that we order <laughs> for the say, restaurant. Say we should call the bomb squad if it's a mysterious package. Well, this is the thing, okay. So it was addressed to them, but it was also quite a light package. So right. it didn't seem suspicious, but it came in with all their other mail. Okay. And they're like, okay. Yeah. And it was almost like it was a three-dimensional oblong type looking thing. Yep. And they said, this can't be right. They open it up. It's a roll of toilet paper. And they go... Did anyone order a single roll of toilet paper? Like, I thought this wasn't for individual oh, sale. No. Don't tell me they wrote on the toilet paper their issues with the Even restaurant. Even better. They wiped their bum with the remains? No, no, no. <laughs> that was too far. Though they might have. Good morning I don't to know. everyone having their breakfast. I, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry to suggest that, but sometimes you go to a poor restaurant and you might <sighs> get something that you didn't really ask for when you get home. And as a result, if you really want to give constructive feedback, that might be a way to do it. I, pro- I probably wouldn't give them back what you've... Anyway. We've got a very important guest coming in later, Bianco. We've got to keep it cool. <laughs> anyway. Um, no, What even better, what they've done is they had given feedback on Twitter about this restaurant. So they felt the need to print off their tweet, stick it on the roll of toilet paper and send it to the restaurant. Would you like to know what the tweet said? Oh, yes, I would love to know what the... Tweet said. Pumpkin seed puree. Oh, no. Oh. Salsa matcha. Oh. Smoked muscle cream. These Menu the all over the place. Trying very hard. Nine months top. Sorry. Review over. Nine, Review over. What? Nine months. they'll close in nine months. Oh. I thought the ramifications of going to the restaurant is going to be nine months tops. Yeah. So, um, that's what they sent <laughs> on a roll of toilet paper. And I just thought... And even the restaurant owner said, even though it was a massive slap in the face and they don't like that sort of feedback, you had to appreciate the effort that went into it. Oh, definitely. Because this isn't just like a keyboard warrior. They were a keyboard warrior, but then decided to present their body of work mm. in a way. So they've had to put some money into this. They've had to go and print it off. Maybe at office works. You yeah. No. Yeah. Stick it on the roll. Mm. Like creative, not necessary. Yeah. Look, it's not too bad. I love the. <laughs> I want to talk about the reverse of when people try to lure you into restaurants. Okay. I was just harmlessly waiting for a bus in Hampton Street, mm-hmm. and a new restaurant opened. Yep. To be fair, I actually have eaten food from that restaurant quite frequently since it has opened because it's quite delicious. But the first time I ever got approached by a staff member, I was just I had my headphones in. I was checking the bus timetable. I knew the bus wasn't too far away. And, you know, I wasn't really worrying what was going on in the world. Just wanted this bus to come because, of course, I don't drive. Anyway, I'm standing there and next thing you know, I turn to my right, I turn to my left and, oh, 
Where'd you come from? This young lady is waving at me. Hello, sir. How are you, sir? Yeah. Nice to see you, sir. Here's a pamphlet, sir, for our new restaurant. If you quote this, you get a discount, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it wasn't the first time I was approached that way. No. They forgot that they'd given me a pamphlet one other time and tried to offer it to me another time. VIP status for you. <sighs> I love that. Live life, love. It's just fantastic. Did you just say that? Yes, I did. This is Timmy Trumpet and Afrojack. 2006 call. They want their slogan back. I think we're dropping the ball in Us? general. Or as a society? The greater community of Bayside and greater Bayside. Oh, okay. I think we're losing the plot. The reason I say this is because everyone knows they're entitled to, I think it's one or two hard rubbish collections a year. You're not entitled to just put rubbish from your house outside on the nature strip and expect people to take it because they might be interested in it. Correct. I've had numerous objects in the past weeks that have just magically appeared on the nature strip surrounding my house. I had a bicycle, a broken bicycle, child's bicycle, that disappeared quite quickly after a week or so, but it was a random object. I had another one out of nowhere appear across the last week. Yeah. But this one was... (laughs) It wasn't producer Jack, was it? You put him out? No. This one required an investigation. Yes. I'm in. Well, not by me, but... Lisa to be called because this was rather concerning. Yeah. Anyway, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday night. I've gotten home late-ish. Or maybe it was Friday. I can't remember what day it was. It was night last week. Anyway, I've gotten in and I was like, geez, that's a weird looking object on the nature strip outside near the back gate. Like, it looked like a microwave. Okay. That's what it looked like. The structure of it looked like a microwave. Got up the next day, went outside, had a closer look at it. It was a broken safe. Don't ask me how it got there. Yeah. I don't know whose it was. (laughs) Don't know whether or not somebody just thought, oh, this looks like a long bit of nature strip. I'm just going to leave it there. Yeah. Still don't have any answers about it. Police were notified. Mm -hmm. They were informed. And I believe the investigation continues. Wow. But out of nowhere. Like, people are just dropping objects, any kind of objects, anywhere. And, you know, for whatever reason, they decide that our nature strip is a good nature strip to drop whatever they like, whenever they like. What a compliment. Oh, yeah, so good. Like, it's... We don't have an ex- an excess amount of grass, grassy patch around our no, house. I can confirm the Bianco household, stunning. Very well kept from what been, I've seen. Have you been inside? No, just remember. on the outside. Oh, okay. You know, as your um your chauffeur, <laughs> I see it quite a bit. I've never seen the grass longer. Occasional chauffeur, might I add. Not always a chauffeur. No. Nah, a clock in, clock out, maybe twice a week. Yes, thank you. But then that leads me to my next point. That's on a higher level. A lower level is something that I think we've dropped the ball on as well in relation to the same sort of thing, but on a lesser scale. Is guys, you need to make sure that the safe works. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to put a safe, put one, you know, it's a brand new one, which I can actually utilize because I'd really love a safe in my room. Thank you. No, I'm not saying that. But another thing I've noticed, noticing a lot of plunks of a certain... A lot of what? A lot of plunks, plunks, piles of a certain thing that can be disposed of in places that sh- they should be disposed of. I still don't know what you're saying. Plonks. Plonks. A plonk of a pile. 
I'm talking about what comes out of the backside of your beloved oh, pet. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I thought we were still talking about hard rubbish. No, no, there's hard rubbish and then there's, there's a different kind of rubbish that needs to be disposed of that I think we've dropped the ball on big time. I don't know why. Last time I checked, COVID-19, the pandemic, did not provide a shortage in doggy bags. Yeah, correct. I'm just going to put it out there. But I've noticed more plops on the nature strip. And I almost stepped in one this morning. Not happy. No. Well, there you go. We need to pick up our act. And you need to get off your high horse. He's a ladder. <laughs> we should have a fighting system if you don't pick up your dog. after you Pick up your dog. Pick up after your dog. In a place, you know, because nobody likes a plop of, anyway. Can you stop saying plop and plonk? 0404-000-736. You can text us in any time. What's the weirdest thing you found on your nature strip? We always like to, on this show, sort of call out questionable antics that are happening in this world of ours. Always. And, you know, we like things to be done a certain way. Sure. If people stray from that. That you're going to hear from us. And I saw an article over the weekend mm. finding out that people don't call a TV remote control a remote control. What? And there has been a fierce debate online where people are trying to figure out what is the acceptable name out of 20 options that people call or variations of the name of remote control is the standard. Because I've always called it just the remote. Yeah. Apparently, not many people do. What else would you call it? I'm going to run some names past you. Let's see if you can adopt one. So, obviously, remote is number one. Yeah. Doofer? Nope. Zapper? No. Clicker? Maybe. Flicker? Nope. Thingamajig? Maybe. Switcher? No. Whatchamacallit? No. The controller? Mm. Gizmo? No. Button? Or the buttons? Gadget? The box? The charger? Dibber, bleeper, blipper, doodah, flipper, plonker. Okay, the plonker. <laughs> that is not a remote. I'm sorry. No. The plonker sounds like something you use to declog your toilet. Correct. Correct. Oh, guys, just give me the plonker, will you? I've got to change the tunnel. I've got to change the tube. Give me the plonker so I can fix the tube. Can you imagine going into someone's household and you're all watching TV and someone says, oh, can you pass the plonker? Like, Look, different households do have different analogies. They do, correct, correct. I've been to different households before, many different households, and they call things different things. But the remote, standard. Mm, Yeah, I would have thought so. Yeah. Or the thingamajig. The thingamajig. The doodah. (laughs) Is interesting. But yeah, people have actually gotten into a very heated debate over over the internet just to make sure that they're being seen in this debate because obviously they've got very sentimental attachment to whatever they call the device. Yeah. I think in our household, I get a lot of pass me the thing. The thing? The thing. The yeah. Thing. But when you're in the household, in a family environment, in the lounge room, and you are watching the tube, mm. the television, generally speaking, when you hear pass me the thing, it's remote. Yeah. Like it's, you know, thing. Okay, here you go. So ours was, um, where is it? And you just know straight away. Yep. Call me privileged, but <laughs> the television I have, I actually have an application on my phone where I can change the channel with my phone. Ah, yes. And I can turn the tube on and off. But see, okay, so our TV does that as well. And I just don't see the point. 
I don't about- do it. I need to have the old school remote. Yeah, well, we still have that. It just freaks me out. But there'll be moments, right, oh. where I'll get called upon because the remote at home, yep. the batteries have ran out or they're not working properly. Mm-hmm. Something's gone amiss with the remote. Yep. Anyway, I'll be minding my own business at work or whatever and <laughs> mum no. will call me. Yeah, mum will call me and be like, Carl, I can't get the TV to work. Can you turn it on? Depending <laughs> so, <laughs> you've got internet. Yeah. Like... I don't know. They probably wouldn't be awake right now, but I could turn the TV on right now at home. Okay, can you please no, and I'm, just I'm, see? I'm not going to because I don't know what would come on. And I don't know if anybody's up. What well, are you watching? No, I'm not not like that. But I mean, you could have. they might have been on the streaming sites last night. Yeah. Like, they might have been on, on free to air. I don't know. But what, what if we do it and then just see if you get a call? This tests the theory. No, I'm not going to do we that. We do a timer. I don't want to do that. What That'd be wrong. It? All right. It's a quarter to eight. It's probably a bit early to be turning the TV on remotely. <laughs> the only one that will probably see it, and he might have already left, would be my dad. So, yeah. Fifi would be interested, yeah. though. Fifi would prop up. You've had all planets on. She'll be keen. <laughs> she, yeah. And as soon as she starts hearing Carl, a different kind of Carl, it'd be like, oh, it's still Carl. No, Fifi, I'm here. I'm not on TV. Not yet. Well, there you go, guys. I want to know 0404 736. First of all, should Carl turn his TV on remotely? <laughs> and second of all, what do you call the remote? If it's not the remote, we're not answering. But right now, when I play this, what do you think of? Ah, childhood. Ah, sweet, sweet childhood. So sweet. Unless you're in Adelaide. <laughs> Rundle Mall. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, our mates from Sesame Street. Yeah, they had a real great time in Adelaide. They were at Radelaide. And um, let's just say one big yellow bird had a particularly fun night in Adelaide. Yeah. Well, unfortunately... Big Bird became Missing Bird. He left the circus. They were doing a show. I think it was like Sesame Street Circus. Big Tent. Can you blame him? Big Bird. How does a Big Bird go missing out of a Big Tent? <laughs> Let's be honest. I just think that the circus life wasn't for him. He just wanted to go back to Sesame Street. Did you hear as well? This was what staggered me most. That Big Bird costume alone is worth 150000 $160,000. Wow. And it went missing. After a show, and they've only got one Big Bird costume, Bianco. I know, but wouldn't you have a backup in the event that something like this Is did happen? Is it $160,000? Still. How much money do you think this circus is pulling in? I don't know, but I would have thought maybe they'd have insurance and a backup. You'd think so. In the event that Big Bird did go missing. Maybe they just had like a makeshift one, but just like not the head. Just a whole heap. <laughs> yeah. Just run up to Spotlight or something. Just True. get a whole heap of feathers. It's not hard. Dress up in a yellow fat suit and put on some orange <gasps> socks. What are you trying to say about Big Bird? Nothing. He's I'm big just saying. in height and heart. Oh, okay. We know who had a love interest for Big Bird. Oh as no, child. I was definitely more Oscar the Grouch, and it shows. But this story piqued both of our interests. I was more of a Miss Piggy kind of person myself. Um, not on Sesame Street. She's cool. a Muppet. Muppet. Um, <laughs> How dare you? Anyway. This Big Bird incident is hilarious because the 213 centimetre tall costume mm. made of ostrich feathers, that's why it's Actual? so expensive, Yep, ah. according to this article, went missing 
And what has occurred is the group that did steal said costume didn't realize the extent of how expensive and important this costume was, Bianco. And so they have been dubbed the Big Bird Bandits and contained an apology note after just ditching Big Bird. So they went out, had a great time with the Big Bird and then just decided, you know what, mate, you're not part of our crew, dumped. And Big Bird was found with this note which said, we're just having a rough time and we're trying to cheer ourselves up, said the note, which apologised being such a big burden. Good pun. Um, We had a great time with Mr. Bird. He's a great guy and no harm came to our friend. He's now back in the circus Hmm. and um, all has been resolved in the world. But yeah, $160,000. I think he's disappointed he's back in the circus. I think so too. I don't think the circus life is for Big Bird. No. He wanted to explore Adelaide. I really wanted to go and watch Port Adelaide and St Kilda on the weekend at the Adelaide Oval. Wasn't a great result for St Kilda fans. Mm. Not good at all. No, no. His wings have well and truly been clipped now and he's <laughs> going to be back in the circus. <laughs> I've just got a question. Hang on a second. Yeah. That's a very big costume. It is. But it was... That means you need a very tall person to... I've just found my career. I might just wear some heels and I'll be Big Bird. Really? Yeah. Is that actually what you want to... When you're with your life now, I've got some friends who are mascots and um, they live their best lives. Run around the MCG. Are we past the days of dressing up in massive costumes like that, though? No. You know, reckon? You can't tell me. Is Carl Barney Bianco. Is Barney still around? Ooh. Humphrey B. Bear? Ooh. <laughs> He's not. No? Oh, nope. Wags um, the dog still around? Oh, Wags is. Wags has had a few facelifts, though. Has he? Yeah, no, very different look. And I haven't that seen Henry, him lately. His eyebrows are a lot higher than they used to be. I think he's met Dr. Tox. What is it with trying to modernise things these days? I don't like it when they do that. No, just give us a $160,000 costume any day. We're happy. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I any... don't like the fact it's made out of ostrich feathers. I don't want to go to those extreme lengths, okay? have to spend that much money on a costume like that. Why is this turning into Carl versus Catherine making a costume for under $160,000? I don't know. We should make it under $1.60. I, Get on the social I had to be costume. one of those people and dress up in a costume once. Me Actually, too. no, I've done it twice. What were you? Do you really want to know? Yeah. In primary school, I dressed up as Clifford. <laughs> the big red dog. Yes. I was like one of the biggest children in primary school, and for That's book week, so for book, I actually forgot I did that for a second. But it's not the first time I did. Where's the photo, Helen? If you're up, please. No, send she it don't, to she me. wouldn't have it. It would have only been in a newsletter at the school, and I reckon they're long gone. So I did actually. Oh, I forgot I did that. Yeah. But I vaguely remember doing it. There you go. He's Clifford a big shot big... after all, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and then years later, <laughs> I dressed up as a. How would you put it? Sort of like a lizard. What? Yeah. Like I'm talking about there's a, a particular sort of business and their motto, if I say what it was, yeah. I'm going to give away the business yeah. name. So I'm not going to say what it is. But it's a, a native, I think it's native Australian, this animal. animal or what do they call reptiles? What's the correct term for them? Is it a arachnid? Uh, Arachnid, no, something? that's spiders. Amphibians are frogs, but I don't know if that are whatever it is. I don't know. Anyway, I won't give it away, but I dressed up as in another suit or something else. Mm, hey, scaly. Yes. So, uh, well, kind of. Very weird time of year. It really is. It's like sort of 
you hit that quarter mark, yeah. quarter year mark. And then just you're like, oh, so much longer to go. I think it's very niche. It's just a very weird time of year. Anyway, speaking of niche, I don't know about you, but sort of every four to six weeks I do my visit to the pharmacy now. Okay. I never used to be a pharmacy, big pharmacy yep. guy, but I'm sort of becoming one. Mm-hmm. And it's just to top up of the essentials. Yeah. I don't rely on mum as much anymore. I'm becoming good, more independent. Good, good, good. I'm adulting more. Good work. If you haven't listened to us this year, it's the year that I start to actually feel like more of an adult. Yes. Anyway. He's gone from master to sir. <laughs> Thank oh, that's a great TV show. What? From master to sir. Master of the house to sir. Can we pitch that somewhere and I can be the MC? No, you're the subject, my friend. Oh, well, I'm hosting it. Okay. Maybe we'll run it past Glenn later. <laughs> anyway, continue, please. No, Just, we, I can't we stop will, my entrepreneurial We mind. will not be doing that. <laughs> okay? Miss excitement over here. Anyway, so the last time I went to the pharmacy, I bought some products and yep. I bought a different shaving gel. Ooh. Not a different one, pretty yep. well-known one. Anyway, I thought it would be good. It wasn't bad. The design had a flaw in it of the actual of the shaver. bottle. The, the yeah. bottle, yeah. When you go push the gel out, and it was very slow. Like it's like when oh, I yeah. first bought it, or before I'd bought it, somebody had put their hand on it and crushed it, oh. and I didn't realise. And I've just picked it out and thought, "Yep," and, but I've persisted with it, and then I just got frustrated, so I chucked it out and got another one. Yep. But what I've decided to do also, I used to use like the. 18-year-old deodorants. You know the particular brand I'm thinking oh, of? That eight, not that the deodorant was 18 years old. It's what 18-year-olds wear. Yes. Okay, yep. No. Don't interpret it as though it's one that is vintage, 18 years old. Vintage, guys. Vintage. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's the ones that you know, yes. the 15 to 18-year-olds generally mm-hmm. use. I've started using the more adult ones. Good for you. It's about time. So what I did was I went and I got couple of new deodorants mm-hmm. of a similar brand that I use for my moisturizer. I'm so proud of you. I might cry. I'm so proud of you. Yes. But then I also got the shaving cream yep. of the same brand. Yes. And I've used it last couple of weeks when I have a shave at the start of the week. And look at you. You're glowing. It actually complements me very well. I'm feeling a lot He's even more better his about face myself. Excessively at no, the moment, it feels guys. a lot more smoother. Yeah, it's like, amazing. If you go with the same, if you team with the theme, Bianco, it's going to work for you. <laughs> That's what you need to do in your life. If you don't have it in your life already, team with the theme. Team with the theme. Don't go throwing things left, right, and center and products. Stick with. Something. I love that. Yeah. That's a really good way to go about life. Yeah. Team with the theme. It's another show in developments. <laughs> Thank you. Do you want to have a show called Team with the Theme? Okay, but I'd love to know, 0404-000-736, is there a particular sort of routine or like, I don't really want to know products or anything like that, but Mm. surely I'm not the only one. Surely I'm not going mad. No. By doing what I'm doing. You've seen the light, my friend. Finally. Hallelujah. Very consistent as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I use this particular brand and it seems to be working okay for me at the moment. I don't know. I know it's a bit different, but... Nice, different, unusual. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting way too excited about our oh. guests. I need to calm Can down. you take a walk for a second? Yeah. Boy, baby, do a leap and make them dance when they come on. 
Okay, here we are. It's 17 minutes past eight. Carl and Catherine here for your Monday morning on 88.3. Carl actually has to play a certain version of this song, otherwise it rattles him. You may remember that, otherwise the podcast is around. Well, it was the artist, but not the song. Yeah. Dua Lipa. He needs to know when the song ends so he can come back. Can I just say, I'm enjoying Dua Lipa more and more. Oh, she The is. more she releases, the better she becomes. Fantastic. So. She's always been great in my books, but like... As an artist, she's doing great. So you just keep doing you, Dua. <laughs> you were saying? We've never sound more uncool in life. <laughs> what? I was just, you know, being supportive. Anyway, okay. Anyway, it gets worse, guys. Um, so I got to work on Saturday and mm. I parked my car, said a little prayer, got into work <laughs> to go get my coffee, opened the door to get into the centre, and it smells like hot dogs. <laughs> And I say to myself, am I losing it? No, I'm going to go get a coffee, but I'm pretty confident there's hot dogs in the, in the area. So I go to get my coffee. What did happen? What happened to Mr. Whippy drive-in? I have no idea. Anyway, so I go to get a coffee and I have good banter with the people at this cafe. And the first thing they say is, are we going crazy or does it smell like hot dogs in here? And I'm like, I genuinely don't know. Like the entire center smelled like hot dogs. So I get into work, open up for the day drinking my coffee, and the the aroma is getting more intense at this point, Bianco. Like, I am almost certain someone is cooking hot dogs in the vents and it's just spreading. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, sp- spoke to a few customers, rada, 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 and then all of a sudden somebody comes up to me and goes, excuse me, why does it smell like hot dogs in here? So it wasn't just you thinking that. Mm-mm. And I say to her, I genuinely do not know. I'm sorry. And then she goes to me, can you turn it off? <laughs> And by this point, I had been in a hot dog aroma-filled space for at least an hour with no escape. Was the sewage broken? I I still don't know what happened. I still don't know. And the funny thing is that we always complain at my place of work that a certain somebody in a neighbouring store... Smells like hot dogs? No. She always makes a very strong garlic... Filled like pasta every single day at a what? certain time. Okay, so that's a whole other story. But it carries across everywhere. Everyone can smell garlic. And we used to always like say, oh, that's the worst. No one was more excited than me for that smell to appear during that day than me because the hot dog smell then completely went. It smelled like garlic instead. But it was so weird. I still don't know what happened. So hang on. Are you telling me that in your workplace... Yep. It's come down to the fact that you're happier when a person from a store close to yours Mm -hmm. comes with the scent of garlic Mm -hmm. from their food Mm -hmm. to replace the smell of hot dogs that for some reason has just spread around the center that you're working After four hours, Bianco, you too would be excited about a different aroma because it was one of those ones too that like, you know when there's a smell but then you sort of get used to it? Not hot dogs. But don't you have like... I don't know, air freshener or something in the stores, something you can spray. Yeah, but it's all in the, the cooling. Glen 20, you know. Oh, it's just, mm, Everybody's been using that. Surely you've still got hygiene-related yeah. things. I just genuinely don't know where it came from. And I fear when I go back that it's going to be the same thing because I just don't think I can cope. This might be where I have to draw the line. Hot dogs. That's really bad. Was there like a sporting game across the road? I know no. there's sports. No? Nothing. And no food court cooks hot dogs. So someone has got a very, very, like, ill-functioning thermos or something. Has somebody annoyed the security or the management? I don't know. I don't know. 
so many questions, so many thoughts. Mm. The thing I took out of it, though, is you'll take garlic over hot dogs. I'd love to know when you've ignored somebody. Oh. I'll tell you why. So, <laughs> a lot of the time in the morning when I go to exercise, mm-hmm. I've walked past this fellow that just sort of sits there and he's got like a walking assistant, like, you know, one the walkers, and he just sort of sits there. And I've kind of just, you know, smiled and walked by. But I haven't realized that every time I've walked by, he's actually said something Bianco. to me. Bianco. No, I know. I, I, it was completely unintentional that I've ignored him. But I have been ignoring him every time and walking straight by oh. on the way to exercise in the morning. Yeah. And in the afternoon sometimes because I just put my headphones in like I tend to do a lot yeah. and just ignore the rest of the world. I'm sorry if Unless I... Unless igno- he's on a train when he needs to have headphones, he won't. No, I... I try to have headphones in too. Basically, I wear headphones a lot yep. when I want to ignore the world. And you've been ignoring this little guy. Well, he's kind of... I've never seen this guy before up until since yeah. I've been recently going to the gym. Maybe he's like meant to be your Mr. Miyagi. Maybe. I don't know, but... if he may, Is he saying grasshopper to you when you walk past? I don't know. I haven't heard him. Okay, maybe he is. I don't think he is. But... <laughs> my headphones have a function where I can have like the microphone enabled to hear what's going on. Mm-hmm. So when I am walking, a lot of the time, if I want to blur out the world, but yep. I still want to hear the world a little bit, I have them so that I can do that because yep. they have that feature, which is a great feature on my headphones and I'm grateful for it. <laughs> anyway, I, I walked by him the other day and he sort of mumbled something to me. And I believe it was, you know, saying hello. Yeah. And for the first time, I just sort of nodded my head and I didn't say anything. Yeah. I walked by. But I finally realized that I had just been ignoring this guy the whole time. All he wanted was a response from yeah. me just to say hello and acknowledgement. How long has this been going on for? Oh, probably for about three months. Bianco. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I think I'm a serial ignorer. I can tell you from experience. I mean, I don't mean to be, but I kind of do. Has this made you rethink your ways? No. <laughs> no. I'm not changing. This is one area I won't change. With some of my neighbours, I won't change. Yep. When it comes to ignoring, I'm Even not though changing. your potential life coach could be right in front of you? I don't think he is, okay? <laughs> I was polite. I nodded my head when I heard him mumble something yeah. the other day, I think that's as far as it's going to get. Okay. Sorry to advise. I'd love to know, though, when you've ignored somebody and maybe how they've reacted. Or I, I, Look, it's a very niche ignoring sort of story. Not everybody's going to walk by somebody and ignore them. But I'd love to know how long you've gotten away with ignoring somebody. Or would we say that you've gotten away with it? Uh, He's probably going around and being like, oh, I'm trying to make friends with somebody and they're just playing just, real hard to get. He's a lonely chat pirate, Pete. Oh, <gasps> It's 26 minutes to 9 o'clock. Carl and Catherine here waking you up for your Monday morning or just keeping you company while you get ready to go to work, whatever yeah. you want to call it. All the things, we're here. 
Hey, we're asking when you've sort of ignored somebody, and you can text us in anytime, 0404-000-736. We'd love it if you maybe put your name on it too every now and then. I mean, it's a small can thing. Can you not critique the texters, please? <laughs> no, no, we just take any of them when they come through. But if you, you know, it would be nice if you put your name to it. Anyway, this person has texted in saying, I successfully ignored my ex at uni for over a year. I was so proud of myself. Still to this day, I'm proud of myself for my efforts at uni. That's a good effort. <laughs> that's what they said. Wow. I'm sure they, that's exactly how they wanted it to be read out as well. So thank you, Texter. Hey, Bianco, I had a bit of a shock to the system last week. Mm-hmm. I was driving around the area where I used to go to high school. Okay, before you get into that, instead of me actually doing the ha-ha-ha-ha-ha, would you prefer I actually bring a sound effect in? I would, actually. I feel more comfortable. <laughs> Is that better? It's still better than yours, yeah. <laughs> okay. There was just a bit more feeling behind it. Anyway, so I... I'm sorry that it has to be, have more substance in it than mine. <laughs> Go on. You were driving yeah. around your so old high school. I was driving past my old high school. Yes. And something shocked me greatly. And it's, it's a sign of the times, as Harry Styles famously put it. Oh. So when I was in high school, at this very school... Yep. It used to be criminal to have your skirt at your ankles, like long-wise, right? Everyone had a short skirt and we used to get in trouble for it all the time, but that was the fashion. I am driving down and I see that the new trend is this maxi skirt look. And I've just never felt older in my entire life. Like, it's just, it's wild to me how this whole Gen Z have just been able to transform fashion and just take it as their own and make it cool. Like, even jeans and everything now, it's just wild how much things have changed in such a short period of time. Like, I'm talking like five, six years. Yeah. Like, the way that their uniforms were being worn would have been criminal in my time. Yeah. It's like, you know when um, Seventeen again? Mm-hmm. The Zac, famous Zac Efron film. I hate to admit um, that I have seen that, but yes. Yeah, and he thinks he's cool, but he's not because he's actually like a 40-year-old. <laughs> yeah. That's me now. And I was like, my goodness. Matthew Perry and Zac Efron went through so much in that film. Yeah, but he goes one day in what he thinks yeah. is good attire, like mm-hmm. cool attire, and then the next day he turns up completely yeah. different looking. And he also has a different vehicle and whatnot. Yeah, correct. Not everybody can have that life. No? <laughs> okay. But I get what you're saying 100% because I look at some of the haircuts these days of young adults, yeah. 16, 17, 18-year-olds that are in their last few years of high school and you look at them, they're trying to impersonate you know, the mullets hairstyles that we see out and about. I don't like them, Mm-mm. not a fan of them, would never grow a hairstyle like that any time in my life, yeah. even if I could. I don't understand where the uniform policy comes in here. Like, are they going to say you need to get a proper haircut? You've got to have your mullet tied back in class. Letting it be. Yeah. yeah. Well, and another thing, I was conversing on the weekend. I had one of my good mates' engagement party across the weekend. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about weddings because obviously the next stage after Topical. an engagement is a wedding. I didn't know. I always thought that the groom and his groomsmen, yep. you know, best man and whatnot, I thought they always wore the same thing. No. But no, no, no. I've been led down a wrong path. It turns out the actual groom 
wears something that's different. Yeah, of like, course, it it's looks, his day. Looks very similar. Yeah, obviously it's his day, but they might wear like a longer coat mm-hmm. or a different bow tie or something like that. Yeah. There's a feature on them that stands out compared to the rest correct. of the groomsmen. Correct. That's a fun fact that I didn't know that I learnt across the weekend. So oh, fashion is exhausting, isn't it? Well, just uniforming. Is that a word? <laughs> I t- I think it's a word. I don't He's know. made it an adjective, everybody, and it's going to stand. Trying to uniform. Wearing the correct attire. When to know to have the correct attire as well. Yeah. It's just, yeah, got me spinning. First opportunity we've been able to have somebody in the studio for 12 months, other than Jack, who couldn't be with us today, our trusty producer. <laughs> I think the last time we had somebody in, it was Dr. Sally Coburn to talk about what was happening in front of our eyes, obviously. What ended up happening happened last year, but it's great to have somebody that's not a doctor, an actual person, that, not that anything was wrong with Dr. Sally, I might add, but Keep digging that hole. another person in the studio, our first guest for 2021, Glenn Robbins. Gee, Thanks for joining gee, us this morning. I feel very special. Lovely to be here. This is my part of the world. You know, these are my people that I'm talking to, you know, so uh, you've probably seen me around. I just met your producer. What was his name? Oh, Colin. Colin just yes. said he saw me in Chemist Warehouse, which is, you know, <laughs> big deal. You know, I do, I do tend to, uh, I don't dwell too long in, in the uh, in the aisles because you give away what you might be buying. But yeah. um, he said I wasn't buying anything inappropriate. And, um, uh, and I'm actually going to the chemist after I leave here because I need soap and toothpaste. There you go. Oh, there There's you an go. exclusive. There must be a theme today of chemists because I had <laughs> a story a little earlier on about how I'm now frequenting the chemist a little more. Because I feel like I'm adulting a little bit more and being a bit yeah. more independent from, yeah. you know. I still live at home. Yeah. But I'm trying to, you yeah. know, take less responsibilities off mum when it comes to the essentials. Tell me this. In the bathroom, do you have your own section? No. So you're dipping into the communal Ooh. toothpaste, the, the soaps, the, the ointments, no, I, the I have my own cream. soap. Right. I have my own toothbrush. And I have my own, like, shaving stuff. He's on his way, Glenn. He's on his way. I'm, I'm, slowly, I'm slowly getting there, yeah, when it comes to the essentials for day to day. So, look, you've got a whole world waiting for you. You know, the whole moisturizer world. Oh, I've, I've, got, I've got that too. Yeah, yeah, I've got the clippers going. I've got the ear. You're not ready for the clippers yet. I'm a bit older than you. I've got the, you know, the nose things. It's just, open my cupboard. It's a wonderland. I can go into my office and 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 uh, just find things in there. I can spend you know hours and hours. Yeah. You know, enjoying yeah. It. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. <laughs> it's a passion, obviously. Isn't that isn't that what, how these radio? Is, do you want to do a profile thing? What are we What are we doing here? What are we What are we talking about? I just love the fact that we introduced Glenn as not a doctor, and we got medical for a second there. That's amazing. <laughs> well, wow. the point I was trying to make was, and I. Didn't mean to sound like I was disrespecting Dr. Sally Coburn by any means. She came in to chat to us about a particular thing, given what happened last year. Correct. correct. And that was the last time we were allowed to have a studio guest in, in our studios. Oh, because of COVID. Because of COVID. You know, we've had all these protocols in place and we've had to be very careful. Mm -hmm. We've only just recently been able to have a third person in our studios. Mm. We actually worked the whole year last year, basically, out of the two separate studios. So that was interesting. But I feel like it brought us together a bit better like as far as our show as a show we had to make changes and you know that's what you got to do in life sometimes. good things have come out of covid yes yeah. i good think things. so yeah my, my partner was needed the doctor the other day and she just rang one and then chatted on the phone and then got a script over the phone and then ordered some tests over the phone and it was like normally you would have to 
book in and then doing a waiting room. So it's a really good thing you can do. Some good things have come out of COVID. I agree. I've done mm. that too. The consulting over the phone with doctors, I think is, I know it's kind of been there before, but on a better scale now, I think. 100%. Yeah. And we're still talking medical things. Can we just scrap I, that? I did a Zoom gig the other day uh, because of COVID. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and... It wasn't the best gig in the world. I'll be honest, uh, and it was and it was it was for some oh, it was for a construction company with Dave O'Neill, and we were a surprise. So th- they were in another room, and we were just on a screen, and they walked into the room. Oh, that's amazing! And they go, "What's going on here? Oh, who's that? What's that? What's that? What's happening?" And then we had to try then to corral the audience into being an audience through Zoom. Wow. It, wasn't, it wasn't easy. Because but having said them? that, Dave O'Neill did a very good job. He yeah. Because they can put a camera on the audience and you oh, can pick okay. on people. And if and if you you pick on people, you're not there. So if they turn on you. It's true. You just, yeah. you know, they're in another state. You know, so you could just go, oh, well, bad luck, buddy. You got what you deserved. See you later. And push <laughs> the button. Yeah. It's funny you should bring like up that. surprises, though, because I actually kept it a surprise from Catherine that you were coming in until yesterday. I gave her subtle hints along the way. Mm, yeah. It's not that exciting. Because this has been going on for what? At least no, a couple of weeks I now. don't know if Do you realise. She's not going to admit it, but she's like, she runs your fan club. Oh, no. She, she secretly runs your fan club. I've just jumped out of the shower. I didn't realise. <laughs> again, we're coming back to bathroom things. I really just thought it'd be, oh, gee, if I'd known that, I would have gone to some trouble. I don't know. Yeah. yeah well. No, well, more, Glenn, it's more a certain film that you were in a few years ago, which I only recently got Carl onto. Little film called Boy Town. Mm, yeah. Benny G. Iconic. Now, I yeah. don't want anyone to feel old here, but Boy Town was the first M rated movie I was allowed to watch. And that DVD is like nearly done. I watched it that many times. Really? So you had to buy another DVD. We've of got it. backups. We've got backups. So if you're it's... wondering where all the royalties are still coming from, <laughs> DVD welcome, purchases, it's one Catherine It's made it to one of the streaming, streaming services. I'm not sure which one, but yeah. I watched it a little bit. Of, I, I find that one. I find it a bit hard to watch, but anyway. Really? Uh, well, sometimes you just, you know, you know what's hard to watch? Okay. If you're playing a character that's that's a big step away from you, like yep. Russell Coit or um, Kel Knight, they're a big step. I'm not saying that character was, wasn't was a, I mean, I'd played a, what did I play? A, a, a has-been rock star. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when the character's on a little step away, it's harder to watch. Yeah. I don't know why. Because you're seeing you instead of seeing the character. When I watch Russell Coyd or Cal Knight, I quite like them. And I, yeah. and I feel for them. And I see their, pl- their, 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 their plight. And, but with the characters that are closer, um, what's her name? Uh, Upper Middle Bogan was a bit like that. Yeah. The character was a little bit too close to me. So it was like, oh, God, is that what I'm really like? But anyway, yeah. I'm very flattered and happy that you enjoy it. And, uh, and uh, you know, maybe at the end of the segment we can do some... Boy Town dancing or something. I think like it that. needs to happen. <laughs> I'm across it, Glenn. I'm yeah, across it. Yeah, if I ever need to be subbed in for yeah. a tour, if it happens, yeah, I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. But speaking of, you've had so many iconic characters over the years, and I know you must get asked this all the time, but if you were to pick one just to come back for like a second, who would you pick and why? Well, um, I look, you know, it's hard. You're a member of different rock bands. That's what you are. You're playing different music with different bands. You know, like, you know, when I do Russell Croydon with the Working Dog guys and, you know, when I did the comedy company, I was with that group and then I did Fast Forward and there was those guys. But but it's pretty hard to go past the Kath and Kim family to, to have a character where you sit in the middle of, 
you got Kath there and you got Kim there and you got Sharon coming through the door. It's just a beautiful wave to surf and you don't have to do anything. You just have to let it play. Beautiful dialogue, just wonderful energy. The girls were just fantastic. So I look, if I was, they're all my babies, but I'd probably go with Kel, I yeah. think. Yeah, probably. Oh, no, it's just mm. amazing. Is there any chance there could be some more Kath and Kim happening? No, not that I know of. The girls, Jane was living in Italy for a while. I think she's back in Australia now. Journalist spends a lot of time down the coast. Uh, I don't really talk to the girls that much. Gee whiz, it's hard work. It's hard work. Um, and the, the girls have kind of said that they've written every story that they can possibly write. <laughs> I, Peter Rosorn and I, after the first series, went, oh, well, that was good. There might be a second. <laughs> and and uh, you know, you know, uh, there might be a third, there might be a fourth. So we did what I think we did. I think we did four series, uh, a telly movie, and a feature film. So um, you never say never, but I, I think it would be more doubtful than anything. Yeah. yeah. So you don't just get together and do power walking in your spare time. I wish. Uh, I I really miss those girls. We we don't have a reason to get together because um, because we don't work. So you know they do their th- their thing and. So I don't really, they don't play golf, and if they don't play golf or surf, I, I don't really see them. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So uh, yeah, so look, it, no, we don't get together and and do little. Day. I, I must admit though, I do watch the show occasionally. Watched it the other night. We were down the beach, and the and the place we had didn't have a didn't have the internet. Oh my god, we had, oh. to, we had to watch a DVD. Wow! And the only DVD we had was Kath and Kim. Amazing! It was great. I loved it. So good. Very funny. Is that sarcasm or? No. 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 It was good. It's just a great show. Yeah. It's so well written and so well performed. Mm. Uh, and I know I'm in it, but I can still say that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it's got such an international reach now as well. I feel yeah. like with these streaming yeah. services, more and more people are sort of across your work now. Yeah, that's very true. Very true. I've done some interviews with, with people where they're, what's the guy's name? Oh, I can't remember his name. The big movie star. Doesn't matter, whoever he, whoever it was, whoever it was. I was interviewing him on radio, and I went, "My name's Glenn." He goes, "Oh, don't worry, I know who you are. <laughs> I know you from Kath and Kim. Big fan. We used to have we used to have a lot of people come on set just in awe. We'd had like Barry Humphreys, Colin Minogue, the guys from Little Britain. Um, they would just walk on set and just be like they're in fairyland. They just because they're such big fans." To be able to step into a show that you're a fan of is a real joy. I did that with 20-something. 20, 20 20, you know that show, 20-something? Yes. Yeah. I love that show. Love that show. Yeah. I played her dad in the second series. And it was I loved that show. And then I get to step into the world. It's great to be able to step into a world that you're a fan of. Yeah. Um, but uh, So when people come on set with Kath and Kim, they just loved it. It was great. But anyway. So, yeah, no chances of – what was the question? Okay. Is Kath and Kim coming back? <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, doubtful. Our messages are rolling in this morning. No, you, really? Yeah, you can text in any time on 0404 This is quite a large question, and I feel like we've kind of covered what they're asking. But they said, Glenn, what are your thoughts about racism, political correctness, and cancel culture, especially with comedy in 2021? Now, I, I, I looked over on your list, and that was your next question, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? You know, when it comes to high level opinion in this day and age, you know, steer your ship away. Leave that to the experts, yeah. and uh, I'll just come in with it. I mean, I've done shows like the panel, and uh, I do. Have you been paying attention at the moment? And it is it is fraught. You have to be quite precise when you go into those areas, yeah. especially comedically. So, uh, right at this stage, I'll say no comment. No comment. No, that's fair Very enough wise. as well. Yeah. The 
best outcome out of all of it is that we've still got Glenn Robbins and he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, I don't want to be, you know, what, what happens when they go for you when you get attacked online? See, Magda. Magda oh, got on top oh, the other yeah. day. And, you know, she said some things. That she, she's allowed to say some stuff. But um, it's interesting what happens out there now with social media, the, yeah. the power of. But um, mm-hmm. And I am not that good at uh, navigating that territory. Mm. <laughs> no, that's very good. And I also had a message from my old man, and he said, will you ever bring back Uncle Arthur? Well, I don't. Yeah, you know, you don't, you don't, here's what you, here's the way I work is I don't go, I'm going to do that character for the sake of doing it. Mm. I go, that's a good idea. Let's do that character. Yep. It doesn't come the other way around. You, mm. you don't go, I really want to. Yeah, so, um, and that's with all my ideas, with all my work. I go, is this a good idea? Yeah. You don't do it to, for the money or for, to get on TV or whatever. And, and, you know, I'm sort of past that, that now. Um, so it all depends on the, if the idea was good, maybe. Mm. Maybe. I don't think so, but maybe. I reckon all your characters should get together at some point, have one big oh. spectacular all together. That's interesting. <laughs> I I had to judge a Uncle Arthur lookalike competition oh. in New Zealand. <laughs> of all places. Okay, it's weird. Yeah, very weird. New Zealand, lookalike competition, standing in, and they, for some reason, they did the lookalike competition away from the crowd. Yeah. So they took me into the middle oh, of the no. racing racetrack with a little stage. I was on stage dressed as Uncle Arthur, <laughs> surrounded by about 50 Uncle Arthurs. It can do your head in. <laughs> Seriously. I'm standing there going, your Uncle Arthur with them today, and who's up next to doing a personalization of the week? Oh, it's Uncle Arthur. And then some go, all right, I said, Uncle Arthur, yeah. oh, here are you, kids. Oh, that was good. Now, it was just like, this is too weird. <laughs> too weird. <laughs> Anything, anything sort of outside the world of the characters, just just keep those, yeah. keep that world as it is, because your brain can't handle it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I hate to say it, but we've come to the end of the show. Oh, gee. That's gone very quickly. Yeah. I didn't even get a chance to play some modern music for you, which I know you're a massive fan of. Some what music? Some some modern music. Some of the top forty songs. You know. I just yeah. Well, I just you know we work at three W together. That's, that's what we should <laughs> yes. we, we should mention that. Uh, and uh, I just like to throw a few tunes in there to, to lighten yeah. the mood and uh, you know just get the you know just see what happens. That comes from um, John Burns though. I did. Oh, okay. John Burns was a is a popular music fan. Yeah. So you got to go in a moment. Yeah. yeah. He's he so he would. I would play those tunes to, to get him going. And that's okay. why it sort of carried over, yeah. So he's right. like a seventy-year-old, you know, lawyer <laughs> who's on the road. Who used to be on with uh, with Ross. Yeah, uh, that's why I did that. But anyway, there you go. There's a good note to finish on. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Yeah. And sending John our best wishes as well. Hope yeah. he's enjoying retirement out there. Yeah, absolutely. Very good to stop. Thank you so much for coming Thanks, in. Yes. I Catherine. really appreciate it. And Catherine does as well. Yeah, absolutely. Carl and Catherine. It's got a good ring to it. Thank you. That's all we need. I don't think there's any better way to end on. There's the promo. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, I've just got my new ringtone. We'll (laughs) hand it over to Colin now, who's got a newsman and his music with the Bayside Mayor, Laurie Evans, in there as well. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.